0: Welcome to another episode of Reality TV and Me. I'm your host Kirsty, and today we're covering episode three of Love is Blind. Oh my God, this is a whirlwind. I am doing this super rapid fire because I know most people are binging this new series on Netflix. They've released the first, they well, they had released four episodes at a time. Um, they're releasing the next set today. So we are just kind of powering through it over here. And look, I'm obsessed with this series, and uh, apparently so is Chrissy Teigen, so hey, if it's good enough for c Tiggs, it's good enough for me, okay? Look, this is the show apparently hosted by Vanessa and Nick Lacey, who we <laughs> we see for about two seconds in this entire episode, and they weren't even in episode two what are they doing here i guess they just needed somebody to have a name to promote the show but look i don't really care who's hosting it this is just the greatest show of all time and i'm so excited that we're finally able to i don't know see what's going on in those pods we're venturing out in out of the pods uh, in this episode for the fifth time And heading to Mexico later on. But I'm going to talk us through the couples um, as per usual. And then we'll we'll make our way to Mexico a little bit later. All right. So who do we have? Oh, uh, BT Dubs. Follow along on Twitter because I'm sharing quite a bit about this show at the moment. Got a few people um, that are involved in the show connecting with me, which is fun. So getting a little bit of inside Goop. Um, and also, so my Twitter handle is at she's uh in an homage to our Camille Grammar from Real Housewives franchises. And look, Bravo seems to be uh, heading down here very quickly at the moment. Andy Cohen is the most hated man in Bravo right now, which is a really sad our Lord and Saver. Look, I'm probably not our most hated man. The boys from Below Deck and Vanderpump Rules uh, have a lot of um, competition going for most hated men right now. But he recently admitted to not even watching um, Below Deck at all through the season when there was a lot of really misogynistic bullshit going on. And then he hosted the reunion. So people are not happy. Look, that's neither here nor there. We're not focusing on the negative. We're focusing on the love and whether love truly is blind. This show, it gives me life. It really does kind of highlight how unimportant looks are in a way that Maths, Married at First Sight, just, I don't know, like it's just completely different. This show makes, like gives me hope. (laughs) Whereas Married at First Sight kind of, kills any hope of ever finding a lasting relationship and true love so I don't know what is what like the difference is I guess they have this emotional connection before they ever see each other so they're already attracted to that person's heart because when they see each other like maybe they're not typically they would not typically be attracted to that person but and look there's no real uggos on this show everyone's you know pretty good looking to varying degrees but there's no one that's really out of the box so it's not like there's a huge wild card in there but you know if there's somebody that you would have overlooked because of you know certain reasons like their height a lot of boys have uh, have a voice that they're a little bit um self-conscious about their height because it's such a big thing on you know online dating to put your height and stuff and a lot of girls won't even talk to you if you're a below six foot um and you know if race has been something you've over like an issue that you you know may have not thought that you could meld your lives together all of this stuff is just taken out so you just get to know somebody's heart which is lovely and yeah i think with married at first sight it's all about that initial attraction and if it's not there they kind of almost don't it's like they shut down emotionally with like without ever kind of starting the process they don't spend as much time um emotionally getting to know that person even though they're forced to be in the same quarters it's really strange i don't think they do it on purpose i think it's just like if you're not attracted to that person instantly physically then you don't let yourself become emotionally attracted to them um yeah so i think this is working really well Um, lots of engagements this episode let's get into jessica our blonde bombshell the 34 year old with who has been talking to Mark and Barnett um so she basically had that whole meltdown last episode where she cut things off with Mark and then cut things up, and then Barnett kind of cut things up with her and then she crawled back to Mark and it was like what's going on so she's back with Mark he's 24 this age gap is throwing her through a loop he's our self-confessed mama's boy um and look despite barnett being a whole three years older than him mark is so much more mature he's so much more ready to settle down you can just see it barnett is this typical like i don't know wishy-washy commitment phobe man who has never had to like look internally and self-assess um so look it's really good i hope things work out with mark he ends up proposing to jessica (laughs) this is like oh my god i would die if i was mark she falls to her knees and starts crying before ever saying anything so he's just like puts it out there and then he's like wide-eyed just waiting and there's silence and we're all just holding our breath like oh my god this is so awkward and then finally she squeaks out, yes. And he's like, okay, thanks. But next time don't wait so <laughs> wait so long. Say yes first and then cry. Um, he's cute. He's funny. I like him a lot. Um, we see like a little bit of awkwardness later on at the honeymoon where I think she's self-sabotaging. I think she's letting all of her doubts about the age gap kind of um, drive her drive a wedge between them. She's saying like, he's not her usual type. She goes for, uh, 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 I go for a bigger, uh, I go for bigger guys. (laughs) I hope she doesn't mean in pants because poor Mark, like that's just not good, but they haven't slept together yet. So she does mean in stature, but I don't really understand because he doesn't look short and he's like kind of a beefcake. To me, he looks muscly. She's this tiny, tiny woman. So like who are these giant men that she's been dating? <laughs> like these like massive, I don't know, Guido beefcakes. It's <laughs> it's really weird. She's like, oh, this big. So that that's why I kind of think like mm, she's self sabotaging with this doubt that she's putting in, which I think is really sad because they they would be such a good match if she would just and he you can tell he would sort of treat her right um they have good similar values if he would she would just let him in when they first see each other for the first time it's completely like it's on he's so cute he's so excited he can't believe his goddamn eyes he's like did you see her holy shit that's my wife he proposes again in person it's so sweet and romantic I was all a quiver um is like totally into him and like you know uh, like cry, like snuggling into his his big but not big enough arms <clears throat> he gives her a sweatshirt to smell okay I did cry again <laughs> this show has me crying every bloody episode I'm a fucking mess you guys <sighs> I gotta stop watching it when I'm tired and hungry um side note I'm forever tired because I just found out my iron is like literally not i don't have any (laughs) it's gone so look how does she stay so bubbly i don't know i sleep all day and record for about 20 minutes and then i go back to bed (laughs) hoping to get an iron infused tomorrow that's my life story you guys so if i am wired as fuck for next recording You'll know why I can finally feed my muscles that sweet, sweet hemoglobin again. Mm-mm. But how much do you, <laughs> how much do you just like love this when you, you know, if, if your boyfriend leaves his shirt or something at your house and you know, or like they've stayed over and you can smell him on your pillow. That's such a sweet thing. It's the worst when you break up and you're like, get your fucking stench out of my house but when you're in love it's the best so I thought that was a really sweet gift um Barnett rocks up to meet his queen with a bunch of roses he finally whittles it down to he's in turmoil trying to decide between his three gals Jessica's out of the equation there's Amber or LC and he even admits that with Elsie, it's kind of a grower, not a shower. The connection could last longer. Um, but with Amber, he has that, like, burning fire inside, that spark. And, like, <clears throat> I understand because after a week, like, you are going to follow that fire more than um, the slow burn. It's kind of just the more – like, if you're trying – to get out of your brain and listen to your emotions. It's not necessarily your heart. I think it's probably a little bit lower and lower still in the groin or region. Of course you're going to, that's like a stronger sensation. I've said it before and I'll say it again. He's horned up, (laughs) but it all worked out well. He is Amber's our army gal. Um, yeah, so Elsie's heartbroken. I felt really sad because you know, she's just like questioning herself and blaming herself that you know, asking, "Am I an unlovable person? What am I doing wrong?" I'm like, "Girl, no. You are a goddess, fucking queen, uni- unicorn, and you deserve someone way, way more into you than Barnett, okay? She's so pretty, she's so sweet, she's so kind of together. Amber's a little bit um, erratic for me. Elsie has much more of a calm essence and I really like her. But yeah, Barnett would not make her happy. I think these two have a, Barnett and Amber have a similar like high intensity voltage energy that they'll probably like bang like bunny rabbits for next three months and then break up, but it'll be a fun ride while they're in it. And to be honest, I don't find either of them mature enough to enter into a marriage, whereas Elsie, I do. So I think it's better that these two have their like monkey sex for a while and leave Elsie to find her soulmate because she's ready and she deserves it. That's just my personal opinion from what I witness. Okay, so finally, the doors open. Barnett. And Amber see each other for the first time. They're so attracted to each other. She, they both basically talking to the camera like, oh my God, are you seeing him? Did you guys know the whole time he looked like that? What does he look like? He looks like somebody. Whenever he's on screen, I'm like, who do you look like? It's like... <laughs> it's like he's like a taller poor man's Shia LaBeouf is that who it is if you have an idea of maybe it's Shia plus someone I don't know but I want to know who it is because I do find him attractive but I also find him like he really bothers me (laughs) and on the honeymoon when he's sculling champagne out of a bloody champagne bottle I was like, dude, this is not schoolies. Oh, schoolies is um, our Aussie version of spring break. So it's like, you're literally basically kind of on your honeymoon, you know, like where's the class? And you just know that they got their freak on all night and you know what, good on them. Why not? What else are you going to do? You're in Mexico. Have a fucking riot and then have a little siesta. All power to you. So, yeah, look, I don't really like either of them, but I'm happy that they have found each other and they're not going to hurt anyone else involved in the experiment, if that makes sense. Tell me what you think on the socials. Um, I check Instagram more often. Well, I check them all. (laughs) I'm kind of a social media addict at the moment, but... um, yeah instagram's kind of my my favorite one so just follow out reality tv and me on there all right who else do we have oh i love these two damien and gianna milady Gibelli. i just have to keep calling her milady because that's legitimately her middle name is that a name (laughs) it just makes takes me back to um like uh, own time in days I don't know it makes me think of Robin Hood or, <laughs> or something like that I love it I think she's so fucking stunning she's like the prettiest person I've ever seen in my entire life and I love her voice she kind of sounds like she's just got an eternal cold like she has this raspiness in her voice and I fucking love it so this is so cute. He proposes, and this is how we ended the last episode. Um, she's like, oh, "Sir, I have to. T- I have to tell you something." And we're all freaking out that she's about to say she has a penis, or um, she, I don't know, already has a husband in a different country. And we're all freaking out. What could this secret be? And then it happens. She asks him to, she's like, I I am not very traditional. I want you to stand up. And you could see he's like dying a thousand deaths because he's so sure she's about to ditch him. Oh my God, I was so nervous, you guys. And then I cried again because I have issues. (laughs) No, but I literally have tear duct issues. I saw an optometrist. Why is my body falling apart? I saw an optometrist yesterday and she told me something was wrong with my eye duct. I duck, ducked, ducked. So maybe these aren't tears. Maybe I'm just like weeping because I don't know my eyeballs falling out. Anyway, she asks him to stand and we can see all this, you guys, but they can't see it. They don't know. It's so cute. They just trust because they love the other person that they're following their instruction. That's what I love about this show so much. Oh! And she kneels down. And she proposes to him. (laughs) It's so sweet. I love it so much. I love her. I love them together. They meet and she runs to him. Like, jump, flies into his arms. It's so fucking romantic. And she just like yeah like wraps her body around him her golden locks flying in the breeze he's she's just he's like gobsmacked by her beauty and she's just like oh my god I loved when she said this she's like I love how Damien looks I could stare at him forever she is so taken by him he is obsessed with her she he's they're just these two are so cute and in mexico she's just like (laughs) they're having dinner they're chilling um they both can't believe their luck and (laughs) she meant she's like "Mm, can we like it's very romantic in there kind of dropping not so subtle hints that she's ready to ditch the dinner and go straight to dessert she's like um it's been 435 days and he doesn't get it because i don't know he's an idiot and he's like, "Oh what?" <laughs> and they're eating a steak or whatever. She's like, "It's just, um, it's just been 435 days." And I was literally like, "Girl, same." There's like cobwebs downstairs. And she was just like ugh, ready to rip his clothes off. And she's, you know, she's like, "Fuck this!" I, like I'm ready for dessert. I'm gonna be dessert because she realized that he was a poop and not understanding what she, that what picking up what she was blowing blowing down throwing down <laughs> i think she was doing some blowing later i feel that one a on moon. sorry that was gross i'm sorry mummy. anyway um so yeah they're very attracted to each other you can just see they're both so happy he is pinching himself ready for this fantasy to end she just wants to jump his bones and then they you know they send us away that's fine because i'm very happy for them but i don't need to see that um fuck fest go down by the way did any of you notice (laughs) that on the walls in these rooms there's like I guess it's some art but it just looks like a wild kind of blood splatter on the walls just something to notice next time we head to those beautiful sexy suites Aside from that, they look gorgeous. They have these beautiful balconies. It's very romantic. Teak. <clears throat> then we have my favourite couple of all time, Loz and Cameron. The beautiful, beautiful 32-year-old Lauren. And Cameron is 28, scientist, uh, working in you know artificial intelligence. Um, have you guys noticed that he is fucking swole? He is a beefcake. Ke- I highly recommend following him on Instagram to see those arms in action. He's gorgeous, but I'm so fucking happy for these two. They are literally in love. She, they're sitting down. You can tell he's just like ready to fucking jump her bones again as well, just like everyone else. But he just comes up touching her arms and t- like, she's like, oh, it's so hard not to be a creep. <laughs> Because it does come across a really creepy and weird on TV, but in reality, obviously, that's what it would be like. Because you're with your partner, you're in love, you're alone in Mexico for the first time. Of course, you just want to be touching that person, and for the cameras to fuck off. But he's just like got full on E eyes, love heart emoji eyes for her, and um, yeah, they're ready to go. They're like, okay, good night, camera. I love when she goes ah, to the camera she's like I just want to jump his bones ah, I'm sorry mom and dad I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm an adult <laughs> it's so true like even when you're an elder as I you know <laughs> it's just you don't want your parents to be thinking about you bump and uglies which is my least favorite sex term ever but I just felt like it was appropriate in this moment Let's get to Diamond and Carlton. Mm -hmm -hmm. Diamond's our beautiful pro basketball dancer and Carlton is our tall beard and bald man. Look, I have seen a lot of talk on social media that people really don't dig him. And yes, he is acting cray. And misogynistic and like a jerk. I... My interpretation of this... And look, please don't call yourself daddy on camera ever again. Nobody ever needs to see that. He's being rude to her. My interpretation of this... And I'm really glad that she's like calling him out on it and not backing down. But she's also trying to keep it light because this is a weird situation. And she wants to give him the benefit of the doubt. But um, yeah, he's just... He's flat out being rude, calling it crazy... Um, saying, I would have punched it. She's like, punched it? What the fuck? And he's talking about, I would have left a long time ago if she wasn't so pretty, which that ain't cute. Um, yeah, he's being controlling and cocky and it's gross. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to offer this. I think he has been rejected so many times and he's so afraid of being abandoned Especially by someone that he now is in love with, um, that he is pushing her away before she can leave him. And he is, I think, this what we're seeing is him basically like re- resorting to like being a kid, just pushing, 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 kind of being like, yeah, well, I knew she was going to leave anyway, so like, whatever. And being an asshole to push her away before she can just be like, okay, well I can't deal with the fact that you're by basically I kind of understand why she needs a minute. Cause if they spent all that time falling in love and talking about intimate stuff in the pods, you would think that this is something that would come up and they could process in there. And I think it would be easier to process in that environment where they literally are just talking it out. Um, and yeah rather than this where it's much more reactive so I don't know how this is gonna go down I I I don't think it's necessarily about him being bi I think it's more that he she feels like he kind of hid something really important from her and I also have seen a little bit on social media people being like well how can you be in a relationship with one gender a committed relationship if you're bisexual and i would just offer i would just offer this that you know if you're in a straight relationship or a queer relationship you can still be committed and you can still be faithful even though you're attracted to other people so it's just exactly the same (laughs) i don't know like That's, I don't think it's, um, I, I mean, I, I'm not the right person to ask. I'm not bi, um, straighter than I ever wished I would be, but I'm straight as a fucking arrow and look, it's not for lack of trying. Cause you know, have you met men? It's tough out there ladies. Am I right? Anyway. So yes, I think, I don't know, this is going to be a sticky situation. Um... I didn't like when he had a little bit of attention, threw his hat and started yelling, because that kind of like violent aggression is never good, but he's obviously very terrified, in in my opinion. Um, I guess, finally, everything's going well with Kelly and Kenny. Um, there's not much to say there. They're, again, very attracted to each other. They're cute together. Jess and Mark are, are cute. We've done that. Um, I'm worried about them a little bit, but overall, I, yeah, I think mostly it's just going to be a nice big fuck fest in Mexico this week. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for listening. I'll have another episode out in a few days. Um, trying to do this rapid fire because I know it's coming out quickly and it's kind of a three week extravaganza on Netflix. Tell your friends, like and subscribe to the podcast, please. I'm still trying to get it to grow. Um, I also cover Married at First Sight Australia on this podcast and Married at First Sight US with Erin Martin from Pink Shade with Erin Martin podcast once a week. So that's really fun as well if you're watching that. Follow me on Instagram at uh, Reality TV and me, or my personal one is She's Pernicious as is my name on Twitter. She's pernicious, but that's for reality TV and me. I know it's all very complicated. Um, and I'm on Facebook as well, reality TV and me. So yeah, keep up to date with the recent episodes. I'm hoping to have them out every couple of days, two to three days. I'm trying to keep up. It's coming out quick, you guys. So I think that's it from me. Keep in touch with me. Let me know your opinions. Share any interesting posts with me on the social traps because I am obsessed with this show and yeah, I want to get down and gritty with it. Excuse me. Lots of love. I'll talk to you very soon. Bye.